This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. One of the more difficult Yavim Toivim to understand from a Lomdisha angle is Lag Boimer. It's one of the more festive Yavim Toivim, fortunately because of the tragedy that happened a few years ago, it's always a mixed emotion type yomtiv, but nonetheless, it's a very joyous yomtiv. It's a very joyous yomtiv. The question is, what exactly are we celebrating? And the other question that we have to try to figure out, which everyone talks about, this is probably the most frequently asked question this week, is how early can I shave? How early can a person shave? If Lag Boimer falls out on Tuesday, how early can a person shave? So we have to really try to understand what is Lag Boimer? What is the yomtiv? What is its celebration? What is its festivity? So if you look in Shulchan Aruch, in the Mechaber, the Mechaber writes that the Lag Boimer is not really for the Mechaber, because the Mechaber writes that the Talmud of Rav Akiva died up to and including the 34th day. Seems to be a Machloikis Mechaber in Ramah on a historical fact. When did the students of Rav Akiva stop dying? We have a Gemara in, Yuv- in Yuvamis. The Gemara says they died from Pesach until Shavuot. That sounds like they died straight for 49 days. However, we've mentioned in the past, the Me'iri writes that he has a Kabbalah dating from the times of the Ga'inim, that they did not die the entire time. They died less. Well, how many days? So that's part of the disagreement and how to calculate the, the days that we keep the Avelis. So Svarim felt that they died on the 34th day as well. So they keep till the 34th day, but not the whole 34th day. Because we apply the rule of Mikta Sayyim Kikula. The same way, Nebuch, when a person sitting real Shiva, no one sits a real Shiva. They sit six full days and a seventh day just a little bit. After the morning, it's, we apply the rule of Mikta Sayyim Kikula. So the Shulchan Aruch writes the same thing. On the 34th day, which is Wednesday, you're allowed to uh, shave. The Ramah says, no, us Ashkenazim, we have it a day earlier. We are allowed to shave on 33 in the morning. Why? Because the Ramah held, they stopped dying on the 33rd day sometime in the 33rd day. So we too have to wait until the morning for a mixtas ayoyim kikuloi. So the Mishnah says, the earliest we can shave is Tuesday morning after Hanei How early is Hanei It's about 5.46. There's a whole shayla if you can shave before davening anyways. So let's just keep it simple. You shave after davening, no problem. So you want to take your haircuts, shaving, all that is permitted sometime after 5.46 Tuesday morning. That's the easy part of understanding the halacha. Now, that's not a yomtif. You're not shaving because of festivities. You're shaving because the avelis comes to a close. Right? The avelis is over. We are done the morning period for our Kiva students. As Ashkenazim on the 33rd, Svaram on the 34th, and that would be the entire sugya. The problem is if you keep on reading in the Ramah, the Ramah adds a bunch of words. He writes, Umar bimbak tzasimcha. Not only are you allowed to take a haircut because the avelis is over, we also increase a little bit of simcha. Why? Doesn't tell us. What is this reason for increased simcha? The increased simcha is because they stopped dying? That sounds a little funny. And he doesn't tell you what do you do because of the increased simcha. Then the Ramah continues. And you don't say ta'achanun. So the, the joke always goes is that's the marbim besimcha. The marbim besimcha is you don't say ta'achanun. Okay. But the, what does the Ramah mean by this? Why are we marbim besimcha? So it seems like the Ramah is hinting to us there's something more than just the Avelos coming to a close. There's something special, intrinsic about Lag Boimer. So, no Tachron on Tuesday. Okay. Now, but here's where it gets really exciting. Writes the Ramah, but, One may not take a haircut until Lamed Gimel itself and not Mi Be'erif. What does that mean, that line in the Ramah? So there's two ways to learn that line in the Ramah. 
One way to learn the line of the Ramah is what we just said earlier. You cannot take a haircut Monday night. You must wait till Tuesday morning to take a haircut. But the Shari Tshuva quotes with Yaakov Emden had a different way to read the Ramah. Yaakov Emden read the Ramah, you're not allowed to take a haircut on Erev Lag Bo'aymer, meaning Monday afternoon. But Monday night, of course you can take a haircut Monday night. Now why would you be allowed to take a haircut Monday night? Because there's a difficult Mishnabru that we're dealing with. Mishnabru writes over here, not only don't we say Tachron on Tuesday, we also don't say Tachron Monday afternoon by Mincha. Now this is a problem. Why would you not say Tachron by Monday afternoon Mincha? Bishlam, if I'm saying Tachron, I'm not saying Tachron on Tuesday. So we mentioned before that the reason why you don't say Tachron the time before the Yom Tif, let's say for example, Erev Rish Chaydish. Why don't you say Tachron Mincha on Erev Rish Chaydish? Because Rish Chaydish is coming in at night, Mincha is right before, so the Tefillah right before the Yom Tif, you don't say Tachron. But if you're telling me now that night of Lag Baim is not a Yom Tif, the Yom Tif doesn't start till the next morning, which is why I can't take a haircut, so why wouldn't I say Tachron the Mincha before? It doesn't make any sense, it's almost contradictory. So Yaakov Emden says, no, you're allowed to take a haircut at night. Because the night is something. And you don't say mincha, you don't say tachel, the mincha before. Tachel makes a lot of sense. Everything is consistent. But the way we have it, it's not clear. We hold, you can't take a haircut in the afternoon. You can't even take a haircut at night. So why are we not saying tachel and the mincha before? So I believe the answer is, you say it as follows. You have to say that there's two things that happen on Mag There's the afsakas avelus, there's the stopping of the avelus, and then there's some other Sibas Hayamtif that happens on Lag Boimer. And the two things are separate. The Avsakis Avelus is why you're allowed to take a haircut and why you're allowed to shave. That's not told Tuesday morning. But there's an element of Yamtif on Lag Boimer also. And that starts already at night. And therefore, the Mincha before is already Samuch to the Yamtif. And that's why we don't say Tachanah. Good. Problem is, what is the Yamtif? What's the Yamtif of Lag Boimer that we say is the reason why we're not saying Tachlan? Again, we're not assuming the omission of Tachlan because the students stopped dying. That's not a reason for Yamtif. So what is the Yamtif? So there are a couple of Pshatim out there. <coughs> Many of them are not Mefurish in a lot of places. What is the Yamtif of Lag Boimer? So the pre asks the Kasha, what's the Yamtif? The students stopped dying? They all died out. That's not a reason for Yamtif. So the Vilna Goyin is bothered with this kasha also. The Vilna Goyin says, look at the end of Masechah's Tainus. What's the end of Masechah's Tainus? The end of Masechah's Tainus, the Gemara is discussing, why is Tuba of a Yamtif? So the Gemara gives a bunch of reasons, and one reason is, because the people in Midbar that were supposed to die, stopped dying. So asks the Vilna Goyin, that's a Yamtif. When everyone who's supposed to die, die stop dying, you make a Yamtif? Says the Vilna Goyin, yeah. You see from the Gemara in Tainus, that when people stop dying, it's a Yamtif. So that's the answer to our question. When people stop dying, it's also a reason for Yamtif. But that's not the assumed reason for Lag Boimer. What's the classical reason for why Lag Boimer is a Yamtif? So it's assumed to be Hilula de Rajbi. The Chayodim writes like this. It's the yard set of Reb Shimon Bar <clears throat> Now, that doesn't explain everything. Because first of all, for us Ashkelitvishes, a yard set is not a Yamtif. Right? The Ramah says in Shulchanak, you're supposed to fast on the yard set. So for us Litvishes, that's not going to work. Secondly, why only Reb Shimba Yechai's yard site or no one else's yard site? <laughs> he was the only Gadol that we had in Jewish history. But that's the famous reason the Chayadim writes. Because it's the Halula de Rajbi. If you look in the Aruch HaShulchan, he gives a different answer. He says, you know what we're celebrating on Lag Ba'imer? It was the day Reb Shimba Yechai came out of the cave. Famous Gemara, we all know. Reb Yechai went into the cave. He had to hide from the Romans, the whole story. He came out of the cave, Lag Ba'imer. Which is why, if you look up Masech Shabbos, the, what daf is the daf that talks about Rishon Bayechai? Daf Lamed Gimel. Eludes Lag Ba'imer. So that's the reason for the Yom Then there's the third pshat from the Chassam Sefer. 
Dachsam Seifer writes that the reason for the Yom Tif has nothing to do with Rabshim Bayechai. You know what it has to do with? Yud Chesir. It happens to be like Baim is always Yud Chesir. What's Yud Chesir? Right? Dachsam Seifer and Tshuva. That was the day the month started to fall. So therefore, says Dachsam Seifer, it's nothing to do with Rabshim Bayechai. Nothing to do with Yard Sai. It's nothing to do with Hilulam. Therefore, it's a separate reason. Now, there should be a very big nafkamina lahalach. Every year someone calls with the following shayla. Monday night we pass and you're not allowed to shave. Can you listen to music Monday night? So you tell the person no. He says, what do you mean? Across the street from me, they're having a bar, they're having a fire with live music. How is that permitted? The answer is, it's only permitted because they're doing it as a lula de rajbi. Since they're doing it to celebrate Ibshim Bayechoi, and according to that side, that's the yomtif, so the yomtif allows you to listen to music. But if I'm sitting in my house listening not to a Shimbayachai party, I can't listen to music. It sounds strange, but that's what comes out. So if you want to listen to music Monday night, Stamaze, you can't. But if you go down the block or around the corner, Tabai Freeman, Shul, or wherever, then you can join the Hilul of the Rash, because that's when a lot of them take place. They take place at night, which is a little funny because we just got finished saying that veil's not over until the next morning. The answer is because they're celebrating the Yom Tif of Reb Shimbayachai, while we're talking about to have Sakas Avail. So Allah Lamaisa, the takeaway is the following. Monday night, you're not allowed to shave unless there's... That includes dancing also, right, right. So Monday night, we paskin, you shouldn't shave unless there's a big need. <coughs> and they quote B'Shem of Moshe Feinstein as well as Baron Cutler that they permitted shaving already Erev Lag Bo'im if there was a Tzairich, whatever the Tzairich may be. Let's say you have an important meeting Monday night, whatever the case may be. But uh, if all bets are equal, you should wait till Tuesday morning. And music, you shouldn't listen to Monday night either unless you're going to a Hilula. If you're going to go to one of the Hilulas, then you can listen to music. Mm-hmm. The old fact, you know, the, the Hilulas have grown over time in Jewish history. If you look at some of the Achraidim, they have very, very strong tshuvas against some of these uh, celebrations. If you look at some of the tshuvas of the Achraidim over the last 200 years, I don't know what they do now at the Hilulas, I, I personally don't attend them, but if you go and you look at some of the Hilulas, the way they used to be done, they used to throw clothing, very expensive clothing they used to throw into the fire. And some of the Achraidim pointed out, they said, it's such a waste of money. If you take that money and give it to Tzedakah, you know how many people you can support that, how much time you can, you can uh, you know, continue to grow because of that. So they were very disturbed by the Hilulas. But at the end of the day, it's become very uh, accepted now. Even a lot of circles that never used to do Hilulas now do Hilulas. It's a, a popular thing amongst the Litzvah Shavuot that never became that, uh, that such a yomtif. In the Litzvah Shavuot, uh, when I was a kid, we used to go to play baseball in elementary school. That was the extent of Lag Baimer. Again, don't, don't, we're not going to talk about the bow and arrows, where that comes from. That's a much more a different discussion. But Haliba de Hilchas, what we need to know is that Monday night one should not shave, unless there's a very pressing reason. Tuesday morning after Hanetzah Chama, one could shave. And if you're going to go to Hilula Monday night, then you could dance and sing in the honor of Rabshim Bayechai. If you're going to sit home, then you shouldn't. And uh, many people make chasans already Monday night. That's already a little bit more complicated of a shayla. But Allah so those are the two takeaways that we need to know for Lag And again, Abgadah Yeshua writes a very beautiful piece. He writes based on what we mentioned earlier that the whole simch of Lag Baimer was that Akiva started to teach his Talmidim. So he writes it's a very big, good time for people that have had a hard time with their Yiddishkeit. They struggled with different elements of Avoid uh, Hashem. Mechazik yourself, just like a Bakiva, picked himself up from you know a depressed situation and started again with the Talmud, and we all can pick ourselves up on Lagbaimir and start again if we didn't have such a great last couple of weeks or months, whatever it may be, in our relationship with the Kodesh Baruch, who now is the time to be Mechazik yourself and to grow like Rabbi Akiva did during this time as well.